Good afternoon and welcome to Inside Redeemer with Jerry Wilbanks. Today's activities are being broadcast from inside the Redeemer Lutheran Church, located at 5700 Lawndale Street in Houston, Texas. This is Sunday, October the 28th, 2012, and today we're celebrating the 85th anniversary of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of the Redeemer. The speakers for today's activities are the Reverend Grant Housewright, Reverend Pedro Sarez, Reverend Charles Shepard, and Reverend Merlin Schoberg. Our musical entertainment today is furnished by our friends from the Redeemer Episcopal Church, Kiever Wallace, Taft Medcalf, and Henry Fabian. Dale Brown, the Redeemer Council President, and Marion Andrell, Redeemer Council Vice President, would like to thank the Anniversary Committee for all the time and work they put in to make this event a success. This 85th anniversary worship and celebration was planned and organized by Priscilla Hammers and her committee. So a great big thanks goes out to those folks for all their hard work and time. Okay, everybody sit back and enjoy yourself as we join in with the activities. Can I have your attention, if you would, please? This meal today is a sit-down, so after you uh, are done, if you can move to the back of the church and sit down. We're going to pass out some tickets. It's going to let our, our confirmands will be serving the meal to you at your seat. Uh, we, but we need to know what type of meal, whether it's going to be a chicken or it's going to be beef. So we need to see about getting a ticket. Miss <laughs> Brown? Yeah, Miss Brown, right, right at the entryway, I think. <laughs> If I can have your attention, if we could go ahead and start getting seated, we could uh, start uh, pr progressing with the meals. Uh, we need to know exactly what you're going to eat. We have two dinners here. We have uh, chicken and beef. Um, oh, we have tickets here. Please make sure, everybody, that you've got one. I think it's a, is it red for beef and white for chicken, I believe, is what we have. Okay. So we want to make sure you have the tickets. That way we can keep count of the meals and what we're, push we're bringing out, and the confirmands will know what to deliver. So... If y'all will, if everybody gets seated, uh, we'll get started on the meal. Can I have your attention, please? Pastor is getting ready. We'll, we'll start us off with a blessing before. Can I have your attention? Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Pastor is going to go he lead us with a blessing before we, we begin our meal. I forgot where I was there for a minute. I'm glad everybody's here. And, uh, you know, one more thank you is for... Uh, I have some confirmation students of mine who are doing the serving today, so it's really, really neat having them help. Uh, I don't know how good they are, but I guess we'll find out. Are you guys any good? They're very good. Okay, all right, they're good. <laughs> okay, let us, let us pray. Uh, Lord God, you are great, and you are wonderful, and you are good, and you show us the way we need to go each day as long as our eyes are open and we face the King. We uh, give you our thanks for the, uh, all these wonderful folks who are here today and, and you have guided us safely here. And we ask for your safety as we return uh, home. We, um, we need you, God, and we need you badly every single day of our lives. But you are everything that we need and help us always to look to you and to take the hand of your spirit so that we may be guided to help others who need you. Um, give us peace. Give us joy. And thank you for a great time today. 
and for this wonderful food that we are about to receive and all the nourishment you can possibly show us. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, before we start serving the meal, does everybody here have one of their tickets to indicate what type of meal they're being served? All right, can I have your attention? I appreciate everybody out here today and, and the patients doing the service. Everybody gotten a meal? Do we have anybody outstanding that we have not fed yet? Fantastic. I really appreciate that. Uh, well, that comes next. Thank you. You can go back to you. I just want to make sure you Does anybody need anything else uh, for right now? We've got the, I think we've got everybody served, and uh, we'd like to go ahead and move on to the... And the confirmands are going to take a five or ten minute break here and grab something to eat themselves. Thank you. Hi, right, can I have your attention again? Uh, the meal, the confirmands will be coming around to collect your uh, dinner plates and things like that. So if you could keep your silverware, if we're going to have cake a little bit later. Uh, so if you're, if you're done with your meal and you're ready for them to clear out, if you can like raise your hands so our confirmands or someone can come around and pick up your plates, we'd appreciate it. We're going to be having some guest speakers here in just a few minutes to start talking, so five minutes. I've I got, got a pastor, so if we want to, we can use this time. After we do the, the speakers, we'll have, uh, the cake will be served, and we'll have coffee. If anybody is needing a coffee or something like that while we're, while we're doing this, please raise your hand. We'll try to get the confirmands to do that so we don't have a mad rush on the coffee during the, uh, after, after the uh, speaks. Ladies and gentlemen, can you hear me now? Can you hear back there? Is it, are we coming through on the speaker? I want to thank all of you for coming. The uh, old members, new members, want to be members, don't want to be members, guests, we are tickled happy that you're here. So many people we need to thank uh, the confirmands for serving our food. Uh, we have two ladies that work their self silly at this, Marion and uh, Priscilla Hilmers and uh, uh, Marion Andrell. And they had a lot of help, but they're the ones that, that masterminded this thing and put it all together. They built your little bouquets on the tables and all of these things. And the arranged for the food and all this thing. Was the food okay with you? Yes. Good. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Uh, it's, it's great great to have you here. Uh, and if you will, mark your calendar for 15 years from now, and we'll be 100 years old. Uh, one thing worries me a little bit about whether or not I'm making, I'm a year younger than the church. So, you know, uh, anyway, those of you that can, well, when we get to be 100, we, we'll be looking for you. Uh, it's, it's so good to have the... Uh, Members, uh, we have a number of churches here. Pastor will tell you about this in a minute. And we need to thank uh, uh, Pastor Schoberg, Pastor Suarez, and uh, uh, <clears throat> Pastor Shepard for being here and participating in our, our program today. And especially you people for being here and being part of it. We can't thank you enough. Uh, and without anything further, I'll turn this over to Pastor and he will carry it on. Thank you very much. I was going to, uh, to uh, thanks, Jerry. I was going to thank uh, 
Pastor Shepard and Pastor Schoberg, but I decided to wait to hear what they had to say before I, before I thank them. That's smart. That's a very smart move. And, and Suarez, well, I'll tell you what, the jury's not in yet on that one, so we'll wait for that. Okay, I want to simply, uh, again, of course, thank you, Dell, for introducing everybody and, and all people who want to be members and those who don't. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Um, but f- first of all, I want to, th- I really, really, we need to thank Priscilla Hilmers again for doing such a great job on the, on the uh, planning of this whole thing and her committee, too. So, Priscilla, thank you so much. And I just, I love it when my food is warm. I, thank you. We, so many people pitched in and, and helped her out. It was a, they were like fire ants in here yesterday. It was amazing. I'd like, uh, if you're a council member here this year, please stand, church council member. I'm sorry, Dale, that means you too. <laughs> I just want to let you know who the council is this year. It's a... They're, 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 they only have a couple more meetings to go before they get to get out of the sandbox and we get some new ones put in there. I also want my confirmation class. Would you come out here and line up, please? Thank you. All right, line up. Yay! How many times at camp you'd always yell out, let's have a cook's parade. Let's have a Thank you so much. You guys are absolutely wonderful, and they're really, really smart. It's a neat group I have this year. Past groups, yeah, I don't know. And, oh, hi, Shelly. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Thanks very much for helping today. You really, I don't know if you understand how much it did mean for us to, to for you guys to help us. Thank you very much. We've had some. Um, Folks uh, join this congregation from other places. Uh, unfortunately, where God has seen fit for those congregations to, uh, to uh, disperse, and, and, and diaspora is the word they use in the Greek, to move to another place. And the Cruz family are our people, and the two young ladies who sang today, beautifully, by the way, all joined this church. And you folks, okay. And now the, we have a, another congregation, Park Place. Lutheran, we had 17 or 18 people join from Park Place Lutheran, and we really appreciate that. They have really kept us in line since they've joined. And uh, would the Episcopal folks, uh, Church of the Redeemer Episcopal, please stand. I wanna, we want to see where you are and who you are before I say anything else. There you go. Their priest is here. His name is uh, Father Israel Ahimbasibwe. I've practiced that name every single night when I go to sleep, and, and uh, I am so glad you folks are here. Sharing this building and being a part of the ministry with one another has been an absolute joy, and that's no joke, no joke at all. We really have a good time. Okay, I think that takes care of everybody I needed to thank. And uh, I, I'll just simply thank my wife for hanging with me for 19 and a half years, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is right. <laughs> Let's see, 12 until about 22 years, 22 years ago, you came to this, con- no, you came to this congregation. Ten- 
1989, Pastor Shepherd came to this congregation, he and Annette. And uh, even though, you know, we were talking and quiet down over there. It's that, it's that, it's that bishop group again. So, um, <laughs> Pastor Shepherd and Annette were here almost 11 years, if I got that correctly. 10? Okay, 89.99. And some people have come to me to tell me what it was like the day he resigned. It was, uh, it was a sad, sad day. And they've come to me. And they told me, do you know what really happened that day he resigned? I said, no. And they said, who are we going to tell you? I guess what happened when he made his final resignation uh, address to the people following worship that day, some folks, two or three folks came into the office and they were crying. And they were were sobbing and sobbing. He said, please, please don't take this so hard. They're going to send someone better than me next time. (laughs) And they said, that's why we're crying. That's what they told us before. So, so. Oh. Pastor Shepherd, I'm glad you're here, really. We are so thrilled to have you, and it's your turn to come up here and say a few words to us. I told him five minutes, he said, I'll take 20, and I said, okay. I did not, and I won't. I'm telling you, when I was called as rabbi here, <laughs> I was looking forward to a nice congregation, and you, you all exceeded my expectations. Thank you all very much for standing with us and doing ministry with us for our 10 years. Uh, there is so much talent in this congregation, it's amazing, from music to art to history and the skills that you have in the businesses in Houston really has helped put Houston on the map in a big time. So, But first, let me tell you a story about this guy over here. When he came here, first thing he did was go down to the golf course, checking it out. So then he goes home, polishes all of his golf clubs, and then takes off. His second Sunday, he calls up and said, would you come back and would you preach? Uh, I'm just not feeling too good. And I said, your second Sunday, you want me to come preach? He says, yeah. I said, okay. It just didn't seem right. But he wanted to go play golf. So, he takes off early to get over to the golf course on, on Sunday morning. It was a beautiful day. It had been raining all week when they got here. So, but anyway, he got out to the golf course. On hole number one, he's two under par. Hole number three, one under par. On hole, uh, excuse me, two uh, one under par. On three, a hole in one. St. Peter got a call. And God said, St. Peter? He said, yes, sir. He said, did you see what Pastor Housewright did down there? He said, yes, sir. 
He said, I thought I told you to watch out for him, to take care of him. He said, I Ed, sir. He got a hold in one, but who's he going to tell? <laughs> who's he going to tell? I'm still waiting to tell who's he going to tell. So. We did a lot of good things during the 10 years that I was here, mainly getting the parking lot across the street because we had a, a building that was in decay, uh, abandoned, kids running in at night, starting fires and all kinds of stuff, oil running down the driveway uh, from the garage they had turned it into for the first couple years that we were here, and all of that that went with it. So I found out who owned it. And it happened to be a Jewish fella up in Minnesota. So I called, I got the name, and I called him. And I said, tell me, Saul. I said, what are you doing with the building down here? And he says, oh, we're trying to sell it. And I said, oh, he's calling. <laughs> yeah, he's, it took this long. <laughs> so uh, he said, we're trying to sell it. And so I said, well, let me make you a proposition. I said, you know, you may have some problems here in Houston because of all of the oil residue and such that are left in the building. And he says, yeah, we thought about that. He says, so we'll make you a good deal. And I thought, oh, here it comes. And he said, make an offer. And I said, how about you giving us the building? And there was a <laughs> on the other end of the telephone. He says, well, I'll tell you what, let me get back to you. So a couple of days later, he called back and he said, well, let me, let me put it to you this way. We'll give you the building, but you're responsible for any remediation, any remediation that you have to do. You have to tear the building down. You've got to pay for that. He said, and you've got to pay any back taxes. I says, okay, I have that down on my list. Let me get back to you. <laughs> so I got back to him in a couple of days, found out the taxes were paid, so there's no problem there. Had the inspector come out and looked at the building, and he said, the only problem you have is this grease pit. And he said, it's just not regular grease. That grease is so hard, all you have to do is put a cement cap on it, and you're a go. So with these guys who, who have done all the work around here constantly for the last 10 years when I was here and are still doing it, they went over and checked it out and said, we'll get it done. So we called them back and said, well, I'll tell you what. If you will pay the... Uh, Lawyer's costs up there, we'll take care of the lawyer's costs down here. And there was dead silence on the line. There was no cost down here. We didn't have to pay anything. They did all the work, got us the papers. Well, we did have to notarize 275 uh, on the bill of sale, and that was it. So anyway, we got the property. We tore the building down. Cherry demolition came and uh, started working on the building. And about the third or fourth day of the building being torn down, they came and said, uh, we've got a problem here. So what's that? He said, there's a lot more building here than we planned on. 
And I said, so? He says, so? He says, it's going to cost a little more. I says, no, it's not. I said, we have a contract. I felt like as a rabbi putting my hat on, you know. Sure enough, we went out through that, got the bill torn down, and then we decided that we better put a fence around it to protect the property because the people were griping about it, especially the lady across the street who's no longer there. She's with some of our other friends above. But anyway, we got that torn down. We, got, we said, we better get a fence. Okay, how much? So we called around. It's going to be about $7,000. We raised $7,000 in about two and a half weeks' time. And so they came out, put the fence in. I came down to visit the church when I was in reserve. I had to come down for that, that uh, a funeral that I had to have. Uh, that's another story. But uh, anyway, I came over for a quick visit because it was Thursday and I get a free lunch. <laughs> Because uh, the seniors were all meeting. And the food here, I weighed 190 when I left here. I came at 171. I'm down at 168, so it worked. Anyway, we got the fence in, and we were fine. The very day I came to visit, I walked back over to get in my car to go, and here were guys breaking into cars over there on the parking lot. So I closed the gate. And came in and called the police. Well, they heard the police coming. They jumped in this big old boat of an Oldsmobile, uh, you know, about half a block long, and tried to get through the gate. And they backed off and tried again. They got through the second time, but that poor Oldsmobile needed some repairs. I don't think they ever found them. But anyway, uh, there was a, a number of uh, families that had some losses. But we've had a lot of good times. We had a lot of good ministry going on here, and I appreciate that it's going on more now. Oh, Henry, you're such a good guy. I'm working on it. I'm done. You want to you say that over again? Henry, you're such a good guy. <laughs> so I thank you all for uh, the love and sharing that you did with us while we were here in ministry. And I appreciate uh, Pastor Housewright coming and doing a good job, too. And I don't want any of you picking on him. No, 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 no. Too late. <laughs> too late. Too late. But anyway, uh, the, one, of the, one of the men that, that helped me most was Lee Peck, who was uh, our office manager while I was here the first few years. Then he goes over to Rice University in the high rent district and does a good job over there. So thanks, Lee, for all your help. And from all of you guys, how about those guys that I worked with when we were working on the building, getting the three-inch lift fixed there? Come on, how many? Dale, you and you else? Bill was here, too? Oh, come on. You guys who were on that committee. Wow. Bobby? Where's Bobby? Oh, what's... Are you too tired to stand up, Bobby? Pat, you got to take it easy on him, you know? He's an older fellow now. Jack, Jack, Otto, and, and I'm sure there's some more I should name, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell them when I get up there, to, you know, maybe next week or whenever, so. 
Elmer, who was Elmer? Which one was Elmer? Barlin. Barlin. Barlin, yeah. Right. And some others, too. That, and the women always supplied all the good food. Thank you all very much. I really enjoyed being here. And great meal today. The kids did a good job. You trained them well. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. You're all right. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> well, our next person to speak is uh, Pastor Merlin Schoberg. When he first came here, it was a long interim between Pastor Shepherd and my and, and me. And it took him it took him that long to find anybody who's willing to walk into this place. No, I'm just kidding. Boy, that, that quieted the room. Um, but Pastor Schoberg deserves lots of kudos for hanging on with this congregation all that time. When his first children's time, he told the children that he was a substitute. And the children said, what's a substitute? And he said, well, a substitute, you know, if you break a window and before you put the new glass in, you put cardboard in? They said, yes, that's a substitute. And then when the new pastor came, they came to me and said, well, then are you the real pain? (laughs) So I appreciate you explaining that to them because... Pastor Schoberg is the only person I know who has a yellow garden hose in his front yard. He told me it's the yellow hose of Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, well, they've been doing that for about four years now. I, um, there's a blue H, would you say, HHR, blocking the way of the caterers. Uh Uh-huh. Mr. Hilmers, move your car. How you doing, Scott? It's good to see you. Okay, that's right, by the grace of God. Okay, Pastor Schover, it's your turn to speak. It's very, very glad you're here with us today. Well, I, got, I came here because a bishop asked me to, to, to come here, and uh, that was the, you know, the other bishop and so forth, and I said, well, this wild Swede, I don't know if he'll make out, but, but, but I made out for at least a year here until <laughs> the next one came. But it was a great experience here, and, Mar- and Marion, of course, she helped me uh, to do the right thing around here and get things going, and, and uh, everybody was so wonderful, and, and uh, so I just had a great time here. That's enough said. That's the kind of distance they wanted out of you and me, Chuck, but uh, they didn't get that. Our next uh, speaker is our keynote speaker, and it's uh, Pastor Pedro Suarez. Pedro works for the, Pastor Suarez, I'm sorry, works at the Senate office on the level of uh, evangelism and uh, helping congregations and and restarts and new starts. 
And if there's anything he needed to add to that, he'll do that for me, I'm sure, if I didn't get that completely correct. We're glad to have him. He, uh, Pastor uh, Suarez and I came from the same seminary, which is why there's uh, so much intelligence going through us all the time. <laughs> and it wasn't supposed to be funny. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, the th- yeah, right, that's exactly right. So, uh, but Pastor Suarez had a, he is one of those who had the experience of, of dying on an operating table and then coming back. And I was able to get to him right away and ask him what that was like. And he said, well, the light wasn't white. I'm sorry to say, he says, I went the other direction. And it was pretty sad, but uh, I know, I know, but, but it, it's the truth. And uh, he was down there and he got, to, he got to spend some time. But it was beautiful, he told me. Everything was golden in hell. Everything is golden. And uh, the devil met him and said, how do you like this? And Pedro said, I love this place. Let me show you around. And he went up and there, uh, there, uh, there were little carts that you ran around. And they were all gold, pure gold. And uh, he said, do you like to play golf? He said, I'd love to play golf. So he went and showed to the golf and he went to the, uh, to the, to the, uh, to the, the house. Or the, what's wrong clubhouse? And he picked up, he had to get a set of clubs. The clubs were pure gold. The tees were pure gold. The carts, of course, as I said, were pure gold. The fairways were pure gold. Everything was pure gold. It was beautiful. So he said, all right. He said, let's play. Give me a ball. And the devil said, well, that's the hell of it. There are no balls. (laughs) So he came back. And here he is to be with us today. Pastor Suarez. That's a good one, huh? Very nice. Very nice. There's a lot of hot air in this place right here. Oh, wow. I don't know what to say after that. It is really a, a big uh, honor and privilege to be with uh, colleagues that have been in, in this place that have witnessed uh, what God has been doing in, in amongst you. And uh, first of all, I want to bring you greetings from uh, Bishop Mike Reinhardt, who regrettably, unfortunately, is on his way to Germany right now. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, yes, yes, so... So, but anyway, um, so he sent me. <laughs> the nerves, he didn't invite me, you know. I could have been with him playing golf over there. Okay, okay, all right, all right, good. So it, it is, and uh, also from the rest of the staff, we, we had a very busy uh, Saturday yesterday with a leadership gathering, and uh, it was fantastic. So we had um, a good time. And always uh, a pleasure to be celebrating two things today, at least two things we're celebrating. Uh, Sunday of Reformation, that's why we're all red and stuff like that. It's wonderful, so congratulations on that one. And I'm not going to throw big words like, you know, last time I used it, a kid says, like, what was, Pastor, what was that about the justification by faith? And I say, no, it's not justification, it's justification by faith. 
So anyway, um, I'm not going to throw big words like that because they can get uh, very confused. But I'm going to tell you that besides that, celebrating with you your 85th anniversary is something really commendable. Uh, not only the walls, if they could speak, could say so much, but uh, some of you have memories, and I know how we get attached to, to places and to people, and uh, people have come in through here and, and gone, pastors have come and gone as well, and that is, uh, every time that we do something, it just leaves us in, in a mark in our lives. I'll tell you one story only. I'm not, I'm not going to go, because usually when you say keynote speaker, you think I'm going uh, to speak for a half an hour, or, or no, I only have one hour. That's what they told me. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Just only one story. There's one, one good Jewish man, and it's not about house right, no. There was a good Jewish man that came to his rabbi and told him, Rabbi, I have a problem. We're nine in my family, and we're all sleeping in one room, and it's really hard. I mean, you know, it, it's very uncomfortable to be all of us nine just in one room. Can you help us out, really? Can you help us? They say, well, I think I can't help you, but you're going to have to do exactly what I say. Anything. Okay, good, we'll do it. So get your goat and get it in the room, and you sleep with a goat in the room. I said, are you sure my goat, the goat that I, yes, your goat, get it in the room with you guys. I don't think that's a good idea, Rabbi. You told me you were going to do whatever I said. Yes, okay. So they got the goat in the room and said, I'll do it and come back next Saturday. So they did. They slept a whole week with the goat in the room. Next Saturday they came and he came to see the, the rabbi and said, Rabbi, that was a bad idea. Really bad idea. You know what that goat does all night? Besides all that noise, with that, the noise that he makes with that bell going, lang, 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 lang. and then, you know, he, I don't know if I can say it in church, but he poops and peeps and everything, and it stinks. The kids can't sleep. Look at my eyes. They're red. Look. It was awful. It was awful. We couldn't sleep. And that was the help you were going to give us? Yes. Okay, now this is the second part. Get the goat out of the room, and then come and see me next Saturday. So next Saturday he came. And came to say, Rabbi, you are wonderful. It's so nice and peaceful to be the nine of us, just the nine of us, in a, a room again. It's all matter of perspective. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you that the best years, some of the best years are still to come for Redeemer, if we believe so. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I know one church, one church that saw a, a really big turnaround, and they were, it was a good church, but when their kids that were in confirmation got together and started praying, and they were praying every day, they were having a prayer life individually. And then together, they weren't saying much about it, but they were praying. And then they were praying in their school together. And then they wanted to see each other just to come in and hang out, just like the normal kids, but then they, they, they prayed. That church, and I know it, 
It grew from 350 in attendance to 5,000. Just because the kids got together to pray. Kids, I'm thankful for your service today as you served uh, the meal. And I encourage you, when you turn up the temperature of your spiritual life, Redeemer, watch out. Because a lot of things happen. I see a lot of future, a lot of hope, and I want to uh, serve you in any way we can as the director for Evangelical Mission and at the Synod and walk with you as you look. I know that I've talked to some of you, especially in the evangelist and the um, evangelism team, and as you look outside and as you look for other ways, you're already doing some good stuff, and as you look for more ways to serve and to look outwardly, you know, that's what it is. Some people think that, some, especially some Lutherans, think that the most important thing is, how, what can we, and they come to me and ask me, Pastor, what can we do to get more people in here? And then I said, you know, discipleship is not about getting more people in here. It's getting the people that are in here out there. Doing, being the church. And, and when I see that happening in some of the congregations around, you know, I see God's face. God called us all not to bring Christ to people. I grew up in a fundamentalist group that was like all about bringing Christ to the nations and to everybody and, and this missionary movement. And you know what? Christ didn't tell us, go take me to people. He says, go and be my witnesses. In other words, Christ is already there doing stuff. And all what we have to do is just be witnesses, observe what God is doing, and then tell. And tell. And then, you know, uh, because sometimes, again, I've seen some people, some Lutherans especially, that like that song that says, I love to tell the story of Jesus and his love. And, you know, and really what they mean is I love to hear that story over and over again, how Jesus loves me and I feel so good about it. But when we start doing it, and it starts, you know what, you know, like... The biggest teachers of evangelism for us have been our young people. I just get astounded by, by when they get together and start doing things together. So, again, another encouragement for young people here today. And as we together support them and uh, pray for them as well and encourage them together. Anyway, I love you guys. I really had a good time. And uh, I know that we will continue having more times as we uh, work together. And today, the ELCA is also starting and celebrating the 25th uh, anniversary, 25 years of being ELCA. And their um, logo or their motto for this year is always being made new. And we are always in reformation, always looking for ways to do stuff differently outside the box, Always trying to look for uh, something that is uh, new and how we can be made new. So, and I know, I know, and I hear it over and over. He said, you, That Redeemer is at, you know, at a stage that is wonderful because you're still strong and there's something that you want to do. I can see it. So, I pray a lot for uh, Pastor Grant. I pray for you and I hope that I can walk along with you. It'll be my privilege to walk beside you as we together continue to be witnesses to what Christ 
does and will do. Christ has been uh, doing a lot of stuff in this community. You have been part of this community. You have uh, a, a legacy and more, more to do in the future. So like they said there when you sang the happy birthday and many more, that's my wish. And many more wonderful years for Redeemer. God bless you and I love you very much. Two things. The PA system that you have been listening to today was designed, installed by Jerry Wilbanks. I was going to say, what, I was just going to use the initials to say, initials are Jerry Wilbanks. <laughs> he put it all together. He has the sound system that he controls the whole thing with it. Put in the speakers. That's the thing that you've heard today, and we can't thank him enough for that. Now, secondly... The other thing is that we have shared our building with the Episcopal congregation that you see a part of them standing back there about to serenade us. Uh, And it has been a gratifying, wonderful experience to have them here. They're gracious, loving, good people, and we thank them for being part of us. And if you wouldn't have chosen us, we wouldn't never have found you. Thank you for that. While they are looking for the song sheets, um, I want to, uh, Jerry, I would I would invite you to just, because we didn't get to do a sound check, if you'll just kind of do this or too loud or give, give us an idea of what we need to do. Okay. So the other thing is, because... This is such a significant time for your celebration, your 85th anniversary. We would like to invite you to reflect on a question. I'm told these are songs which that y'all love to sing along to. Now you folks know the names of these guys, but this is uh, Kiever Wallace. This is Henry uh, uh, Henry Fabian. If you remember that Fabian, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> and Metcalf Taft, and we appreciate... That's, is it Taft, Metcalf? Oh, I'm sorry. I like the way you did it. Metcalf, comma, Taft. <laughs> okay, and I just want to make sure you knew who they were, and we thank you. So on your 85th anniversary, here's a question... Here are some questions for you to reflect upon.
into this maybe uh, a line or two
did wonderfully. Thanks very much. There's a bunch of great singers in here. As you know, my wonderful wife, Nancy, is the choir director at our uh, church, and Pat Farah, she's still here, is the choir director at the Episcopal Church, and all Pat and Nancy ever hear is, I can't sing, I don't know how to sing, and they always say that and every time we get together and hear these beautiful voices, somebody's uh, not telling the truth, I guess is a better way to put it. <laughs> but you have some great singers. Now, we have an opportunity that takes place at Redeemer. It's a joint effort between our wonderful Episcopal brothers and sisters and us. And uh, it's on the third Saturdays of every, of every other month. Third Saturday. It'll be the 15th of December coming up. And we have, because we had so much fun in our summer celebration, we wanted to continue. So at 4.30, we have a potluck and singing. And everybody just brings their instruments and we sing. And we just keep singing. We have a wonderful time. We eat, we pray, and we sing. And December 15th is the next one. So we just want to make sure you folks know that if you want to come. If you forget to bring food... You get to eat anyway. That's kind of the neat thing about the church. Uh, I'll bet some of you would like to stretch your legs. You want to stand, please? All right. Let's bow our heads. You got a hand to hold next to you somewhere?
Our Lord God, we thank you for everything that happened today, for every wonderful, wonderful new friend that we meet and old friends that we greet. And for the food that we eat, we appreciate you so very much. Lord, um, bless us. Take care of us. Keep us strong. Make your face shine upon us. So now may God the Father who has created you, God the Son who has redeemed you, God the Holy Spirit who has sanctified you, always keep you in his love and his peace. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Be careful today.